0: Welcome everybody to the Bakery Bears radio show. My name's Dan.
1: And I'm Kay.
0: And I'm stood in my hallway. So am I. Getting ready for a lovely walk. (laughs) Oh yes, it's Easter. Easter sprinkles are everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) They're Easter sprinkles in my mind. Oh, I'm thinking crushed up Smarties.
1: No, mini eggs.
0: Crushed up mini eggs. Mini eggs always a good idea. Smarties
1: are the wrong colour, aren't they?
0: Yes, yes. They're too bright. I've got to say, those orange egg thingies Uh, that got from Marks and Spencer's, they're very good.
1: Yeah, Dan got a little packet of...
0: Orange like, chocolate,
1: orange chocolate sort of mini eggs from yes. Marks and Spencers. Yes,
0: they're excellent.
1: Yeah, if but you happen you to really like
0: them. have a Marks and Spencers anywhere near, you mm. look out for. They're in small bags. Yeah,
1: pop in and get some and if you if you like orange chocolate.
0: Yes, and actually, I'll touch on this in today's show because in today's show we're going to be talking about the next wonderful sort of event to hit the calendar for so many of us. Mm. It's that joyous celebration of Easter. It's always been a big part of my life, because I grew up a choir boy in York Minster, as I'm sure so many of you know, and also Kay grew up with an Irish Catholic mother.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, so church and things so like that were part. always a big
0: part. Yeah. It was, but along with that celebration comes, for me it was, oh, crumbs, it was the, 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 second only to Christmas. Definitely. Nice. So we're going to be digging in a little bit to that in today's show, talking about some of our favourite things that we like to do now at Easter and the things that we like to eat as well, touching on favourite Easter eggs, because I have a real classic that's a favourite, but also in a slight twist, in a completely sort of different tangent, we're going to be having a little bit of a walk somewhere different. Mm. Because... The and, and not to get political, because we certainly don't ever do that, but the UK government has decided to move part of the Treasury to our town. Yes. And the site that they're moving to is actually very close. Mm. So we thought we'd just have a little bit of a walk up there and see what's what. See
1: what's going on. a yes. a bit of a nosy. Yes.
0: Yes, so slightly different walk, going through the really historic railway station, but along the way chatting all about Easter. So less talk and more action, so I shall don my shoes and we'll see you in a moment for our lovely walk.
1: Birds are going
0: crazy i know in the hedges it's lovely mm. it really is just lovely I, you know i i wish i could understand what they were saying because wow, they certainly I mean, that's sound nuts,
1: happy isn't it where are they all they're There's up there two up there.
0: Now, they've got a little white tummy that one. Oh, goldfinch alert
1: really where on the right did he just fly off? yeah can you hear them that's nuts isn't it
0: they're, i mean they're absolute, that's a blue tit i think
1: Oh, and then you get somebody oh, no. who's great doing tic. some gardening work to yeah, ruin, they're, it, they're to trimming ruin back. it all.
0: I know, I know. Well, at least we had it for a moment. Look, he's come to say hello. Aww. Hello. <laughs> there it he goes. Lovely. We've passed away from Mr. Obnoxious with his petrol hedge trimmer. Yes. I was very thrilled, actually, because what happened to our old hedge trimmer?
1: Uh I don't know. What happened to it? Did it just stop working?
0: N- no, it didn't stop working. The wire got cut somehow.
1: Oh, right.
0: I can't remember how that happened. It wasn't total idiocy. But anyway, that led me to think, surely in this world of <laughs> technology, Yeah. But it's possible to have a hedge trimmer that doesn't need a lead or petrol. Yeah. And of course that's true. So I got a battery powered one.
1: I didn't realize it was battery powered.
0: Rechargeable. Yeah. It's immense.
1: It's not very noisy at all.
0: No, it's like really, really quiet. Mm. And you think, oh, it won't be as powerful. It's got a button on it. It's got a boost on it. So that if you get to a bit where you really need the sort of power of petrol or electricity, you press that button and it gives you a real jolt and away you go. And the bit that I like the most is in all the years, certainly the majority of us, I would guess, when we've trimmed a hedge, it's been one with an electrical cord, mm. not having that cord dangling out the back. Yeah,
1: it's the same with lawnmowers, isn't it? You hate lawn mowers with a cord.
0: I do, I do. I just think it's crazy and, oh, crumbs. I love our lawn mower.
1: It's a petrol one, isn't oh. it? And we've had it, gosh. We've had All it. of our yes. relationships. I remember you buying it, <laughs> you know, very early on. So we must've had it 15 years and it still fires up every year. <laughs>
0: More than 15
1: years. Is it more than 15 years? Of course it is. We've been married 15 years. Yes. It's probably 17 or 18 years Something. Yes,
0: right, I was going to say.
1: But I do think that these sort of more basic mechanical items, they will last if you maintain yes. them look after them. Yes. They will last is when everything's
0: Absolutely.
1: got lots of sort of computers and all Done that for. business going on. It's Done like for. modern cars as opposed to yeah. older cars, isn't
0: it? Yeah yeah it's much more i love the fact that you just change the oil change the petrol make sure the spark plugs okay and you're 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 absolutely away away. and
1: that house there sold in no time at all another one did as well yeah i mean that's a good sign isn't it the houses are selling quickly
0: it it is for me you 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 (laughs) i think you get a little bit sick of me every eastery time First grass cut. Mm. And you see now, I'm tempting fate now.
1: Not done it yet.
0: Yeah, but what I'm saying is I'm tempting fate. I'll go and pull it oh, out. Oh,
1: yeah, and it won't work. I'll
0: pull it and it won't start.
1: Oh, it's your fault if it doesn't... But
0: that would be the first time... You jinxed it. It would be the first time in all the years. And that's a wonderful thing. Mm. Especially when you see, you know, th- th- those plasticky ones. Oh,
1: the fly... I can't bear the oh, fly things.
0: Lost about five, yeah. five summers and you're done for. But it's Easter, isn't it? That's the time of year when people do Get out start, the lawn
1: mows yes, and get in the garden and- yep, Start
0: cutting the lawn.
1: Tidying things up.
0: And, oh, crumbs Easter for me. Do you know what? I do think actually, I've got fonder memories of Easter than I do of Christmas.
1: Well- It's funny great. that. I suppose in terms of things like weather and outdoor things, yeah. you're gonna have more memories.
0: I think though as well, I think I was unbelievably lucky with my mum because every opportunity to sort of bake stuff and have a, a big family mm-hmm. dinner or whatever, she would absolutely do it. So, you know, Christmas, obviously Easter, yeah. but then, you know, it is a big one on bonfire night. Yeah. And all the things you know, she was always doing something to make it memorable and, and special. And yeah. Easter, for, for me, was, it was a really, really busy time because of all the singing going on in the choir. Mm. And, you know, you, you grabbed those moments, those sort of family moments as they appeared because, mm. you know, there was a lot of time. I mean, they were always ferrying us to and from. Yeah. And it was a fair old drive too, you know. And the thing is though, I think that the singing in the the choir, singing in the Minster, New York Minster, was in itself, as we say, whenever we go, it's such a marvelous place.
1: Yeah.
0: Actually, that created a feel and an excitement, I think, all all of its own. I do think though, I think I, I do have to say that I didn't enjoy the music that we sang at Easter very much. I'll be honest right. I don't really remember it. No.
1: <laughs> Whereas carols, Christmas carols are much nicer, yeah. aren't they?
0: All the things that we used to do at Christmas were yeah. always really memorable. I think though it was the camaraderie
1: of mm-hmm. being in a choir
0: and being with a load of other boys and just you know having a working hard but yeah. then also playing hard because what they used to do was they used to feed us really well because you know some days we'd be in choir all day doing yeah. services in the morning and then there wasn't really time for us to get home and the food was just great. Finish the morning services and then head straight over to St. William's College and there'd be huge, great spreads of food and the, the centerpiece of all of it was always I don't know spoken about. It was that amazing Simnel cake. Right. That we used to absolutely stuff our faces with. Gosh, I loved it so much. I'm eyeing up that one in Betty's.
1: Well, let's hope they have one.
0: Yeah, I know. I mean, you would hope so. We're gonna
1: go, I think, next week to Betty's, aren't we?
0: Yes.
1: Because I think you can get into, just, you know, buy takeaway, the shop bit.
0: I think my fear is that I'm not gonna like it. (laughs)
1: Well, I know I won't, so it's all yours. Yeah.
0: Well, it's probably crazy getting anything big then.
1: Well, the last stages though, it's a fruitcake. Yeah. Sorry for the house alarm going on. So off. it's like,
0: is it like a Christmas, I suppose it is a bit like a Christmas yeah, cake, Yeah, it's like it? a
1: Christmas cake, but with marzipan running through the middle. Yeah. And then the marzipan balls on top. Yeah. It's, I don't mind marzipan. But there's just t- when there's a lot of it like that, I'm not a huge fan.
0: No.
1: I don't like stollen for the same reason.
0: No, I'm not a lover of stollen, but it's the excessive amounts of sugar that I don't like.
1: Yeah, stollen. Like... Yeah, stollen just have like dusted sugar all on top, doesn't it?
0: For me, it's sort of slightly reminiscent of baklava.
1: Oh, I can't bear that. I don't like. I don't like honey. I really, really dislike honey, actually, which is a great shame, because I know that it's really good for you. And I've tried lots of different types, really expensive manuka honey, and yeah. you know, down to more basic stuff, and I don't like any of it, so I've sort of given in.
0: I don't really think it's my favorite either, to be honest.
1: But... No, I mean, you do sometimes have it in, like, honey and lemon in tea.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it's really good for you if you've got like, a sore throat or something. It's really good.
0: Yeah. It's a good way as well. People used to say, didn't they, that if you want to try and avoid getting hay fever
1: in a local area. It's an amazing, honey is an amazing thing. Do you know that they've they've found honey in Egyptian tombs that's still fresh? It never goes off.
0: It's amazing.
1: It crystallises, but it never actually goes off. I mean, that's amazing, isn't it?
0: I listened to, I'm sure I've spoken about this, but I can't remember where. I listened to a podcast by the actor Stephen Tobolowsky. Stephen Tobolowsky's been in quite a few films, but the thing that you'll know him from, do you know what I mean? No. He is the music teacher that Mr Shoe takes over from in Glee. So oh, he's the right. old bald yes, guy. Yes, I yeah. know who that is. Well, Steven Tobolowski's been in an awful lot of films. He's also really famously in Groundhog Day with right. Bill Murray. Anyway, Steven Tobolowski did this podcast, and I listened to all of them. And they're actually all really interesting. It's all about his life and his sort of journey into becoming an actor and the adventures that he had. But one of the stories that he told was about a pet rabbit that they had. And the pet rabbit got cancer.
1: Oh, you've told me this before. Yeah, and it was,
0: like, riddled with tumours. Yeah. And they took it to the vet, and the vet did all they could, and they said, there's nothing more we can do. And the family were, like, devastated. And they said, the, the, the vet said, look, there is something you could try. You know, I can't tell you if it's going to work, I've got no idea, but I have spoken to people. Who have done this and they've said it's worked. And they said, fill all the wounds with, because they've taken out all these tumors. Yeah. Fill all the wounds with Manuka honey.
1: Right. And
0: they did. And it worked.
1: Gosh, amazing.
0: The rabbit got better and and lived, you know, for for, for a little bit longer. And it was a really amazing story to listen to because I was listening to that. I said, look at those birds. Look at them, they're amazing.
1: I think they're just pigeons, but it's a big flock, you know, moving around like they do.
0: They're spiralling around yeah, they the clock tower. tower on our really historic railway station. They're all
1: landing on the clock tower now. Amazing sight. Yeah, it's a lo- we've got a lovely train station. Well, we're... It's a Victorian train station. Yeah, blessed really. With a gorgeous clock tower. And the clock's working. It's just a lovely train station, I think.
0: Well, we're fortunate in that. As we've spoken before a little bit about on the radio so the, the first passenger railway line was from here
1: yeah.
0: across to Stockton on Tees, which mm. is sort of just down the road. And because of that, because you know the passenger rail started here, there was an awful lot of investment by people who were investing in the very first railways to build lovely stations and this. Most certainly is one it's of It's a
1: really nice one. It's red brick. Yeah. Lots of arched windows going on. Useful clock tower.
0: Do you have any memories of Easter when you were a kid? or Not more? From no, I mean,
1: not hugely. Um, we always went to church yeah. because I was raised Catholic and it was always really important to mum that we all went to church every week. So we trooped off to church, my dad never went, my dad wasn't Catholic, and he never went, but he he supported mum and always drove her to church after we were all grown up, you know, he would always drive mum to church every Sunday. We always had, got dressed, you know, in a nice dress and trousers. Well, me in a dress, my brother's in trousers, obviously.
0: (laughs) See, one thing I've never done here is look up. Look at that archway.
1: Yeah, it's beautiful, and there's tiles, that's all I've never noticed Just
0: gorgeous, really colourful tiles. It's a
1: gorgeous train station, honestly, it's really lovely. You'd be able to hear us now,
0: we've come into... It's
1: really echoey now, isn't it? This is like a little car park.
0: Would have been carriages in the day. do
1: you know, this is normally... RAND. RAND, and there's like four cars. And (laughs) actually,
0: this bit is normally bustly. Yes, and and there's no one. You'd actually... I would normally expect uh, to be hearing trains...
1: So there's like a little underground cut through.
0: which Again, is what we've we're got just, these really and there's polished.
1: tiles on the walls. And we're just walking down now underneath. And that brings you out onto, you know, the actual train station itself. But we're just going to cut through. We're not actually going to go into the station.
0: Because we'd need a ticket.
1: You would. Yes. <laughs> you need a ticket to get through the barriers. Yeah, because they
0: won't let you on the platform. No. But so you...
1: Um, so, yeah, we would go to church, and then we'd have a nice Sunday dinner type right. thing. And Do you we'd recall get, what you'd have? It was usually roast chicken. Right. Um, sometimes lamb. We did have lamb sometimes. Spring
0: lamb, isn't it? It's, yeah. Yeah.
1: And then we always got an Easter egg, and usually The Sound of Music was on, oh. for some reason. I've always got an association with Easter and The Sound of Music, so and you an Easter associate, egg.
0: That's cool. You associate... Julie Andrews. Yeah. With Easter.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you see now with the other side of the train station, like the entrance, and it is gorgeous.
0: Yeah, well, it, I think
1: we kind of take it for granted because oh, you know it. we previously we would regularly come and go on a train, um, but it's lovely. It's just so strange. It's so quiet. It's very odd.
0: Do you have memories of? specific easter eggs that you had and left or was it just not
1: really no it was usually dairy milk Cadbury's buttons that kind of thing it was nothing glamorous no Um, Well, no
0: I mean I I don't think I ever had glamorous easter eggs when I was growing growing I
1: much prefer just uh, Cadbury's when I when I could eat chocolate and just Cadbury's with either buttons or flake or something like that
0: now, you do have to wonder because we're getting into the treasury zone now. <laughs> so we're getting so close. So we walked
1: across the train tracks basically. Yeah, the train As tracks just over below the train tracks. Ago.
0: And we're coming into a part of the place where we live it's These been steps
1: always scare me a bit. Can regenerated. It was just kind of waste ground, wasn't it, next to the railway line?
0: Well, it's been regenerated and then it's never really been used.
1: It's got sort of um, big offices on it. Two big buildings.
0: It always seems strange to us because it was like, why have these been built here? When no one specific was going into them. And then, you know, the stars have aligned really, because I think through what's gone on in the world in the last 12 months.
1: Oh, I don't like this bridge.
0: There's now a move. To, to, to get out of cities yes and to move out into you know the, the, the country and to spread the offices of government across the country which yeah. I think is a great idea. I
1: think it's a great idea too
0: and they looked at a number of different places
1: this is really nice to
0: move to and this is where they selected. The Centre
1: for Process Innovation. Yeah, I know. What does that mean? Yeah, I know. It's a very big, grand building with not a soul in it, by the looks.
0: It's really funny, isn't it?
1: It looks very swanky inside, though.
0: Look. What's actually going to happen is, initially, they're going to move the Treasury to... Well, it's the Northern Campus. Yeah. They're gonna move it to the building opposite the cinema.
1: Yeah, which is a new building that's just gone up recently this last sort of year or two.
0: Yeah. And and just finished,
1: just as lockdown started.
0: So they're gonna move there initially. They'll move 350 people there and then they'll spend the next year or so building their main building, which is gonna be down down here. here.
1: John Williams Boulevard, I wonder who that was? John Williams, MBE.
0: Leader of Darlington Borough Council. Oh, right.
1: Not the John Williams, obviously. No. What a shame. That would have been quite cool.
0: <laughs> if he'd been leader of Darlington Borough I Council. I not even
1: know there was any houses back here.
0: Yeah. And then, that, that's the campus. That's
1: you know, part of Darlington campus. The uni- But it's not really a university, it's a college, isn't
0: it? No, that's Seaside University.
1: Oh, that's Seaside, right, okay.
0: So, our nearest university is you know, it's a few miles away. But they've opened up a campus here in our town. Gosh, and that's really
1: interesting. Let's hope that they might do something that Brownie wants to do. That would be cool.
0: Well, yeah. You know
1: what she's like about moving away.
0: Well, I suspect she's probably easier with it than we are.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, maybe it's me that's thinking that. So, oh, so it's going to be there.
0: Well, they, it's going to be in both They're going to be in both. Oh,
1: that building there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, right, okay. So So there's a building that's fully up and running and then then there's a huge space. There's
0: loads of space back there.
1: Behind there. Right. There's
0: loads more space.
1: I mean, it's a brilliant location. It's a five-minute walk from the train station.
0: Yeah. And we
1: have a direct, fast route to London here. Yeah,
0: so it makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, you can get to London in about two hours 20, which really is, is great, considering how far away we are.
0: And the great thing is, when I'm annoyed about our tax bill, I can actually bring it up here and knock on the Chancellor's door and shout at it. (laughs) Getting back to Easter, you didn't have any specific, memorable Easter eggs. No. Because I did. I know
1: what you're going to say, but carry on.
0: It's only one. Which is I a bit looked, of a shame.
1: I've looked to see, they just don't do it anymore. I've looked.
0: And this is the reason why I was drawn to the Marks and Spencer's orange chocolate eggs because my mum, look at that bird. Look mm. at it, that's amazing. It's a pigeon. He's gliding down with his wings sort of pointing up in a V. Mm-hmm.
1: Look at him go. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, my mum came home one Easter and she'd got Easter eggs for my two brothers and for me. And my two brothers, I think, I vaguely recall one of my brothers got one with a mug, Yeah. so it might have been a Kit Kat one or something or other, which looked really glamorous. And then my other brother got another one that looked really sort of, it was branded and (laughs)
1: looked
0: all really posh. And then she pulled mine out, and mine, it it was like a cardboard... Um, bunny, so so like the silhouette of a bunny on the top Mm. and then it's like the bunny was holding on to this chocolate egg underneath and that was it and it wasn't particularly big and I couldn't see sort of any extras with it and I just looked at it and I just remember being so desperately disappointed. I was like why didn't you get me like a Mars bar one or even a marathon one or or a caramel one so I'm like, oh no. And I think she knew I was disappointed. And then I cracked into it. And first of all, cracking into it, was dis- it was virtually impossible. Really
1: thick chocolate. Was it Thorntons? When I
0: eventually cracked into it, the chocolate was like, I mean, it was like virtually an inch thick, <laughs> this chocolate. And the chocolate had stuff in it. Oh, so I'm like, yes. what's going on with this? So I tried a bit of it and it was the most gorgeous orange flavoured chocolate I've ever had in my life. And it had bits.
1: Like little chips of orange in it, did I think,
0: it? I think so. I can't fully remember. But I just recall it being absolutely delicious. Anyway. Train. Inside the egg was a bag of buttons.
1: Alright.
0: But the buttons were like medallions.
1: Right, like really
0: big. Yeah they were. They had like fluted edges like, like queens Right. And they were the orange flavoured as well. Gosh. And really big and really thick. It's the nicest chocolate and the nicest chocolate egg I've ever had in my life. And really ever since then.
1: And was it Thornton's? It was Thornton's. Right.
0: I've That's been trying to relive
1: I it. I know and I've, I check Thornton's every year and i have already looked online couldn't find anything remotely like
0: it it's just um, i mean i think the days are gone of, of thornton well they are gone now because they, they shot, are, all, the shops, shot all the
1: shops unfortunately
0: thornton's went from being like a really great brand a few years ago yeah. to not being quite so good the history though of easter i think is a really fascinating one because i think most people know that Christmas and the celebration of Yule was a celebration that had taken place for hundreds of thousands Mm -hmm. of years Mm -hmm. from prehistoric times but Easter was too. Yeah. I didn't know that. And Easter's actually named after the goddess, it's the Anglo-Saxon goddess of renewal and rebirth and she's called Aostra. Right. And that's what Easter's named after. Ah. It was in 325 AD when it was the very first Christian council hmm. that they decided that the celebration of Jesus' resurrection should take place at the same time
1: yeah.
0: as Easter. Right. But, of course, it wasn't called Easter at the time, and no. they actually chose the name Easter for that festival, oh. which I <laughs> thought was really cool. But then I was fascinated to know, I couldn't work out what's the deal with the Easter bunny? I
1: have no idea.
0: Well it, it was a German invention oh. in 1722.
1: It's so, like Christmas isn't it with the
0: trees? I know it all seems to come from, from that part of the world right. but it was a German invention 1722 and that's not to say that someone hadn't you know started it before then a little yeah. bit in Germany but clearly Germany is the roots of it and it was a a doctor who wrote a book, right. and he mentioned the Easter hair, oh. and it sort of then all took off from there. We've often been away, haven't we, at Easter?
1: We have, and we should have been away, actually. <laughs> we should have been. Well, well.
0: well. Oh, gosh,
1: it just Many makes me Many years sad. ago,
0: <laughs> Kay and I got married. Yeah. And we didn't have very much money. Yeah. And we just wanted to get married.
1: Yeah, so we just got got married married and and we didn't have a honeymoon. Didn't have a honeymoon. And that was fine, I wasn't bothered. I just wanted to get married.
0: Yes. And we always thought at some point in future we would have a honeymoon. Yeah. And Bryony then came along and she started to get older. And I can't remember when we thought. I think it's a fairly recent... Was it when this whole Rome trip yes. came up? Yes,
1: she, um, she was due to go on a school trip to Rome. Actually, this coming weekend is when she should have gone.
0: Brandy is, of course, our for daughter. new first-time listeners, our daughter.
1: She's 15, and she was due to go on this week's holiday, six nights, I think it was, to Rome and Sorrento with school. So, she really wanted to go. And so I thought, right, okay, fine, you can go. And we saw it as an opportunity to have a few days away as our honeymoon. Yes. So we booked a lovely... Well, first
0: of all, we set about trying to find the perfect place for our honeymoon, didn't we? We did. Do you remember we had a list? We did. And we, you know, we would both look, and we were looking for like, the, the, the perfect place to go to. And we had this list and then we eventually settled it down to this one place that we'd spotted in the lake district which which we love and we booked it
1: we booked it we did Uh, and we did it gosh over a year in advance so we've been looking forward to it all that time and brian was so excited about the trip and of course her rome trip got cancelled
0: so then we thought that's Um, okay She can just come with us. She
1: can come with us because it was two bedrooms, which was lucky. So I thought, right, okay, you know, we can't have a honeymoon, but we can still all have a holiday. But then, unfortunately, we had to cancel that as well very recently because...
0: Just because of the stay-at-home order and...
1: And that's, yeah, the holiday cottages are not being reopened until mid-April, which is only a couple of weeks after we should have gone. So we just missed out on it. Just. Just...
0: it's fake. I can't
1: tell you how disappointed I was, really. Um, but hey ho, nothing you can do.
0: No, it's. Yeah,
1: so, yeah, but we, we have historically gone away quite often at Easter, haven't we? Yeah. Because the schools get a two week break at Easter here. Yes. And we've used one of those weeks to go away.
0: Yeah. So w- w- we would go away, but also, as well, I think trips and picnics.
1: Yeah we would gosh we used to when she was smaller and we still do, we just obviously haven't this past year but very often we'd just go out for the day and take a picnic and go to a castle or you know some other lovely place. Fountains Abbey Fountains Abbey and just have a nice walk and a picnic. And, and I think
0: that actually is the type of things that I would do as well when I was a kid I think we would go to fountains and so I think it's harking back to to my childhood. Mm. And that wasn't a conscious decision I mean, it's just interesting that we ended up living so close to Fountains Abbey for a little bit.
1: We did for, before we moved here, yeah. We lived just, gosh, two miles away.
0: I do wonder if that's what has given us that link to it that makes us constant, do I'm you think? Sure.
1: yeah, I'm sure you know, whenever we go back we live about 45 minutes away from Fountains Abbey now, but still not very far and it's an easy day trip yeah, but yeah I mean we used to go so often and every time we go back it just feels like we're going home to that area,
0: yeah it's it, a great part of the world, it R- is, it's
1: lovely Rippon,
0: Rippon as a whole I is, love Rippon, it's a really really nice place, yeah And I think, you know, it's
1: just got such lovely memories because we were there when Bryony was tiny. Yeah. And, you know, I just remember the things I used to do when she was, you know, a tiny baby there. And it's just lovely.
0: It's quite an interesting place because it's off the beam track a little bit, because it's not like on a main road. Yeah. Because you have to drive a little bit to get to it. I think that's probably.
1: Harrogate takes all of the tourists, doesn't it? It
0: does, and, and even Harrogate's really. hard to get to.
1: Yeah, I mean, on the for, yeah, on the public transport especially. Yeah. So, you know, from here we can drive to Harrogate, like you're we saying, in about forty five minutes. But if you want to go on the train, it's just like a slow train, and yeah. it, it stops at every little stop, and it just takes a bit of a while.
0: I think there's something quite sort of quaint and fun about those trains
1: yeah they're like buses
0: yeah (laughs) and they have to rev like crazy to Mm. get them off the line
1: yeah which
0: i think always you wonder if you're actually going to start moving
1: they're like noisy diesel trains aren't they and they're not very pleasant inside and yeah
0: so easter this year for us i think we don't really like lamb anymore
1: no we never eat lamb do we no
0: I'm not sure I ever really liked it very no, much. No, I'm not
1: sure I ever d- really did. I just—I think it's mainly because you—you you can't really eat it cold. I certainly don't think it's pleasant when it's cold at no. all. Oh no. I don't. You know, it's not like chicken or ham, um, ham that even you beef? can—even beef—that you can slice off and make a sandwich or a salad with. No. I just wouldn't do that with with lamb. No. And you don't really get, it's very expensive also, and you just don't think you get very much meat. It can be quite fatty, and anyway, so we just don't eat lamb.
0: No. Chicken so...
1: is probably what we will have, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wonder.
1: And I think we're gonna try and get to Booth's, aren't right. we?
0: Right, and get something nice from there.
1: Yeah, because we can go after the 29th of March, we can. We'll be
0: right, able to... and when does Easter fall this year? It's
1: really early. Easter Sunday is on the 4th of April. Right. It's really early this year. But yeah, we'll be able to go to booths after after the 29th of March.
0: Right. So it's probably gonna is it gonna be probably ticking all the way then, is it?
1: I think so. I think so, yeah. We tend to do sort of like a Christmas dinner at Easter, don't we? There's really not a lot of difference between Christmas dinner and Easter really I think.
0: but you know you could say that the same goes for the odd Sunday.
1: that is true (laughs) you know quite often we'll have roast chicken and you'll make pigs in blankets and we'll have stuffing and vegetables which is just like Christmas dinner so quite often we'll do that
0: I've actually heard that in some parts of the world they only have stuffing at like Christmas
1: really? yeah
0: I mean, there might even be some parts of the world that don't even have stuffing.
1: <laughs> and we've found a gluten free stuffing, haven't oh, yeah. we, that's really good. Oh,
0: yeah, it's really good. We
1: tried a couple, we tried the Paxo one, it was didn't rubbish. like it, it's rubbish. Oh, it's really bad. But then you found a Sainsbury's one. Yeah. That's gluten free, sage and onion, and it's really it's great. good. It's really good.
0: It's really herby, which is nice.
1: Yeah, it's not. The other one was just i don't know the texture of it was just weird
0: they just seemed not cooked
1: yeah it didn't seem it... to cook that's right it was just it had been in the oven like 40 minutes and still didn't seem to be cooked inside no it's very odd but this one's good yeah gosh but we have stuff in very regularly with sausage and mash yeah we had it the other day i cooked a ham didn't i yeah and we had it with that yeah. <laughs> we'll have stuff in any time
0: I do, I mean, the stuffing is just tremendous. Yeah. I could probably eat it on its own. You do. That, though, then, sort of leads you to believe that perhaps, because, you know, I've heard from numerous sources that meatloaf is similar to stuffing.
1: Well, it is, really. I think, but when we say stuffing, we don't, apart from Christmas, we generally don't have a meat-based no. stuffing. No, At all. I, I'm not really keen on the meat-based stuffings. They're a bit heavy, but... I think a meatloaf is basically, it's like stuffing that we make at Christmas with,
0: yeah.
1: you know, with pork mince. Because sometimes you make it with a mixture, don't you? With pork and beef mince, and then onions, and herbs, and chestnuts, and all the rest of it. So I think it is pretty much like a meatloaf.
0: I mean, i believe it when I see it, but I saw hail in the forecast for later in the week. Really? Yeah. But Gosh. you should check your sources Because your sources are often a bit better than my
1: sources. (laughs) I always look on the Met Office. The Met Office?
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I always look on the Met Office. I always think that that's the most accurate. Yeah. And if you check it against the BBC weather, it's always vastly different. And the Met Office is always closest.
0: Maybe I'm wrong, but when we were young, I think that the weather people used to get it pretty good. And, yeah. And now, it it doesn't seem to be that way, at certain points. Well,
1: I think, I it think it's sh- the twenty
0: four hour nature of it, right?
1: I think so.
0: You I'm know, look know, at the I app.
1: Think, yeah, I think it has What's to be so right accurate now? these days. Whereas, some years gone by, it was like, well, it might rain this afternoon. Who knows?
0: It's like that scene in Back to the Future, where he gets out of the... He doesn't he? Where they first um, go yeah, forward, yeah, and yeah. looks at his.
1: It's going to stop here yes. in three seconds.
0: I wonder what Easter traditions are from across the world, actually. I've got I
1: them. do wonder, yeah, if they are different.
0: Well, I, I would I guess. I feel they must be. Yeah, I mean, I wonder what the sort of traditional things are.
1: And maybe that depends eat. on your faith and religion, in a way. Because I do think Easter is... It's not... I mean, it is commercialised, but I don't think it's as commercialised
0: as Christmas. Certainly not.
1: So I think... Not here, anyway. No. Well, definitely not here. You see bunnies and Easter eggs and all of that business, but it's not like Christmas.
0: It's not really like... I mean, Halloween's not even a holiday.
1: (laughs) No, it's not. You know, Halloween's... (laughs) Halloween is massively commercialised. Halloween doesn't even come on my radar, to be honest. No,
0: it it wasn't a big thing when I was a kid. Not at all, no. So because of that. But that's become massively commercialised. It
1: has. And people seem to now decorate their houses a lot more for Halloween than they ever did. Nobody ever did that when I was little. No. Not at all. No. And we... I even saw some bunting in someone's window the other day that said Easter on it. Right. So maybe that that's war. creeping in now. And again, that like, we would never decorate for Easter. That, <laughs> it just, just seems completely alien to me to do that.
0: Well, I would guess it seems alien most people decorating for Easter?
1: Well, I think some people do. I have seen people, maybe it's more in the States, who seem to decorate their houses quite often for different seasons and different...
0: That, though, does go back straight to the whole pagan stuff, because that is exactly what they would do. Yeah. You know, and, and it, it, they would decorate and it would last for ages. Mm. You know, the, the the stuff would be up and around and... And you know that, I suppose it just comes down to what you're used to at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, it's what you I think it's what you've grown up with, isn't it? And the only time we ever decorate the house is at Christmas.
0: As that wonderful TV programme used to say, it's great to celebrate. Oh gosh,
1: that was terrible. That one wasn't it? CBBS programme.
0: It was just the presenter who was weird. Well, it was a bit weird. He was a very odd chap. Yeah. Goodness it didn't last very long that that
1: show.
0: (laughs) No. I mean it it doesn't even appear in repeats. Yeah. Which they normally absolutely dine out on.
1: I think they've cut all this down again, haven't they?
0: Yeah, I think they do at the start of each
1: each year. It's like a sort of hedge.
0: That might be why we're seeing the goldfinches nearer the house.
1: Maybe so. Because
0: this is the the spot where I used to see them.
1: Yeah. And And I've never seen them it's all there. been really cut back
0: what is that pink, I mean it's just lovely
1: well it's it's pink blossom I'm not sure what tree it is, it's lovely it's time of year isn't it when blossom starts coming out I mean, that's on the like trees I it's usually apple birds. tree. apple trees produce blossom don't they I think
0: So yes, I hope that you are planning something fun for Easter, I think we all (sighs) deserve, after another three
1: months
0: (laughs) of fun, we all deserve um, a nice Easter celebration, and if we could get hold of one of those nice chickens that we had.
1: I know, I must look into that.
0: Also, oh yeah, I mean maybe they're doing ordering stuff again. Maybe Maybe. they are. Do people order stuff for
1: Easter? Yes, I think so. Right. Yeah, I think so. So I'll have a look into that. It's
0: definitely worth looking into because yeah. that was we really nailed the food this, Christ, this last Christmas, and yeah, it's rare. Certainly, I can't recall a time where I thought after Christmas we got that right.
1: Yeah.
0: And I did. I've got a list of everything that we had and, and uh, ate. <laughs> right. A few years ago, I started food planning stuff for sort of Christmas and things, and I'm it's going to really prove its worth because it's one of the hardest things, isn't it, at sort of celebratory times, yeah. is getting the food right, because you build up things in your head to, you do. oh, it should be amazing, you know, we should have this and that, it'll be lovely.
1: We just got home and 2.35, so yeah, a little bit longer this time, which is good.
0: That's it, we made it, we oh made my goodness. We made it back
1: and my bread will have had its proof, so I'm going to give it its second proof now.
0: Did you mention that at the start of the show? I don't think Oh, no, did. I
1: didn't. Sorry, I made some, I've made some spelt bread. I make it every week, actually, for Dan. So that's ready now for its second prove.
0: We're going to try uh, maybe some spelt pizza we over are. Easter.
1: Yes, we are.
0: Because I used to make pizza with our daughter, Brian, It was a regular thing. And now that we've identified spelt as being something that we can sort of easily eat and enjoy and, and, and stuff, yeah. it seems to make sense to, to give it a go. Mm. So we shall report back accordingly. Yes. Hopefully it'll be delicious. It's a new Easter tradition.
1: Yeah. I used well, to do because. calzones, didn't I? You did. I don't want calzones. No, I'm
0: not going to. Right. I was just okay. saying. <laughs> so, folks, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, It's everyone. been wonderful to see you. And I hope, I mean, we'll see you before Easter. Will we? When's the next show?
1: No. But, well...
0: I it's in two weeks.
1: Well, that's right on Easter.
0: So, if we don't catch you before Easter, <laughs> have a wonderful Easter. Yes. If we do, well, we've wished you happy Easter now. Yes. <laughs>
1: have a good one, you
0: everyone. You can never have too many happy Easter. So, no. Yeah, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See you more. soon. Bye. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons find out how you can join our bakery bear community access more of what we do and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash